My team, the Miami Heat are up next. Over under 43 and a half. Obviously, I'm going to go over. Love me some Miami Heat basketball. I do have some concerns. I think I brought this up on my podcast with Elf a couple days ago when we talked about leaders in the league. Hassan Whiteside, I just don't think he's a leader. His personality scares me. Here is an example. I don't think it's too deep for me to say that I watch different players on Snapchat and it's a good look into their life. No? All right, so Hassan Whiteside, Snapchat, and DJ Khaled's always on it. Antonio Brown's always on it. Don't get me wrong. If you bring to the Miami Heat when Antonio Brown brings to the Steelers, just please do. But Antonio Brown also live streams in the locker room when his coach is giving a speech. Antonio Brown also has tantrums on the sideline. Antonio Brown probably isn't liked by probably most of his teammates. So I kind of worry that Hassan Whiteside has a similar personality where he just cares more about his personal brand than the Miami Heat. But he's a great player. He's a great talent. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Now, move on to the rest of the team. Deion Waiters, James Johnson, Kelly Olynyk, Justice Winslow, Tyler Johnson. The theme here is that the rest of the NBA has been building teams all based around offense. I think Mike D'Antoni said it like three days ago. We're not going to stop the Warriors, but they're not going to stop us either. Yeah, great. You're not going to stop the Warriors. So every team's just trying to score more points than them. While Miami Heat basketball, we've been building our defense. We have Hassan, who's the best center in the league. Kelly Olenek, gritty. Justice Winslow, his rookie season, we're talking the Eastern Conference semifinals. He's guarding DeMar DeRozan, locking him down. Tyler Johnson, gritty. Deion Waiters, gritty. Goran Dragic, Josh Richardson, really underrated. And then I also wanted to touch on Rodney McGruder, who is the definition of Miami Heat basketball. Grid and grind, him and Udonis Haslam. But Rodney McGruder is actually out with an injury, which does worry me. And man, I wish he was playing because people who listen to this probably have never heard his name before. I'm telling you, this guy Rodney McGruder is the real deal. So we have nice veterans. We still got Wayne Ellington, who played a couple nice games for us. So I look at that 14-game win streak from last year, and I say, what's missing? Nothing. Same team. Another year into the belt, got Justice Winslow back, who probably would have been a top seven pick this year. Bam Adebayo was brought in to be the next Udonis Haslam. I love the direction they're going in. Um, God, I just love my Miami Heat, so I would love for us to get a four seed, three seed. That would definitely put us at 50 games, which would put us over, put Eric Spolster into consideration for coach of the year. So I'm not going to drag on too long. I could probably do an entire segment on the Heat, but I'm just going to keep it short. We're going over. All right, next up, we got the Milwaukee Bucks, 47 and a half. I'm going over. Really like the Bucks. Really like what they're doing. Long athletic team. Very similar to what the Heat are doing, I see, with let's build the defense. All the teams in the West are just, oh, let's outscore the Warriors. Who cares about defense? No. We got some teams in the East that are going to surprise people like the Bucks, like the Heat, who are building up their defense. So ultra-long players like the Reek Freak, um, Don Maker could be really good. John Henson is just ultra long, so that's kind of under the example I'm going for. So they're building their defense. Malcolm Brogdon, really nice player, rookie of the year. Chris Middleton could be an all-star. Matthew Delavadova, we we know what Delhi brings to the table, okay? We don't need to explain it. Uh, Greg Monroe, Jason Terry is a nice veteran. Tony Snell, I actually think, is an underrated player. I think that um, he's a really good shooter all of a sudden, at least in the games I've seen him play. He's really been knocked down, and uh, he plays good defense, so... I think the issue with the Bucks is that you look at their players from like the 10 to the 15 on the roster and they're not very talented. I think it kind of cuts off at Mirza Teletovic and after that it's Gary Payton II, James Young who is still trying to find his way around the league, Kendall Marshall. So 
maybe that's the issue I could see people having, but I don't think that, you know, on an NBA roster that players 10 through 15 are really that important. So the Bucks have really good young talent, 47 and a half I'm going over. Next up is the Minnesota T-Wolves. This is a really tough one. 47 and a half. I'm going to go with the under. You're looking at this team, and I look at it, and I say, what, what has Andrew Wiggins done? I mean, he got extended for four years, big money a second ago, like two, a week ago, that was the news. What has he done? He's played it on a relevant team for two or three years and been inconsistent. So Andrew Wiggins, everybody makes him out to be this phenomenal young player. Andrew Wiggins hasn't done shit, okay? Carl Anthony Towns, on the other hand, he's a Hall of Famer in the making. I get that. Then the rest of the team, Jimmy Butler, all summer they're lumping Jimmy Butler in with, hmm, should we trade for Jimmy Butler or Paul George or try to sign Gordon Hayward? Let's get something straight. On that list of three players, Paul George is in a league of his own. Gordon Hayward is second. Jimmy Butler's a close third. Um, I don't think he's going to mesh that well with the team. What else do they have? Jeff Teague, he's too small to guard Russell Westbrook or any of these good point guards. Tyus Jones is his backup. Same problem, too small. Taj Gibson's over the hump. Jamal Crawford, the ageless veteran. I like Jamal Crawford, obviously. He's fun to watch. Gorgie Jang. Oh, man, I'm trying to go down. I mean, what's the rest of this team? The only other relevant player on this team looks to be Cole Aldridge and Aaron Brooks, potentially. So, 47 and a half, just like a shoe-in to make the Western Conference playoffs? I don't see that. I, I think they're overrated. So, the Minnesota T-Wolves are going under. Next up's the New Orleans Pelicans. This is, you know, a clear pick for me for an implosion team. Alvin Gentry will be fired this year. Their over-under is 39.5, which means people think they'll get an 8 or a 9 seed. I, I hate DeMarcus Cousins. He's my least favorite player in the league. It's not because he's not talented. Obviously, he's talented. He's Draymond Green, but four inches taller. And Anthony Davis is his friend from Kentucky, so people think that they'll be able to control him, that he has respect for Anthony Davis, so he won't be a hothead. I mean, he got traded last year, and the very first game he got a technical and was suspended for two games because he went over the limit. So that tells you everything you need to know. There are certain people who are just hotheads and want to argue every call, and DeMarcus Cousins is just one of those guys. Rajon Rondo, out with hernia surgery. Drew Holiday's a nice player. But after that, I mean, I look at this team, and there's not much. I mean, Tony Allen's a great defensive player. Omer Ashik, I mean, that's a reach. Ian Clark was probably not that good a signing. I mean, he looked great in the Golden State system where all he did was make backdoor layups. Um, and then besides that, it's just a bunch of young talent. I mean, Perry Jones, Cliff Alexander, Czech Diallo. Yeah, 39 and a half. This team's going under, and Alvin Gentry will probably get fired this year. The Knicks, 28 and a half. I got to stay away from the Knicks. I just don't know shit about the Knicks. But um, I do know that I talked with my buddy Jason Fiedler a couple days ago, who's a big Knicks fan. And his main concern this year is that Porzingis is going to have just crazy amount of pressure on him, that there's just really nobody to help him. And with the New York media, it could get ugly. This team could be really bad. So he's, he's really more worried than anything about what the effect of a terrible season, like what's probably going to happen, is going to have on Kristaps. But 28 and a half is really tough. Because, I mean, it basically means that they're going to be irrelevant. But how irrelevant? I'm not as confident in this one as I was in saying that the Bulls at 22 are for sure going to go over or the Nets at 27 are for sure going to go under because, you know, I really just don't like the Nets. I mean, the Knicks still have Porzingis. I mean, this guy's a next-generation type of player. And I also like Hernan Gomez that they have. I think if the Knicks were smart, they'd try to build some sort of European team that can really pass the ball and has stretch players. I mean, they got Anis Cantor as well. So that might be what they're going for. Um, you know, I think that if the New York Knicks were smart, they would have traded their entire future picks, 
Carmelo Anthony, et cetera, et cetera, and try to get their hands on someone like Nikola Jokic. Now that's a team that needs to be a future team that I would build if I was a GM. I'm going off on a tangent here, but that's what I would do. Some sort of European stretch fours that could handle the ball. Ennis Cantor, Hernan Gomez, Porzingis, and my fantasy, Jokic on that team. But he's not on that team, okay? So we're going to focus on what they are. 28 and a half. I don't know. I, I don't know. I got to go unknown. All right, I'll round out this segment of over-unders with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Their over-under is 53 and a half, which isn't chump change. I mean, they basically are saying they're going to be a two or a three seed. But um, I think they're going to go over. This is a really tough one for me, but I think that OKC is in a lot better position than the Rockets. I like the talent of Paul George and Carmelo Anthony better than Chris Paul at this point. I think Carmelo Anthony will be the best version of himself. I do think he has a chance to be Olympic mellow, hoodie mellow. Paul George has something to prove. I think he will like playing with Russell Westbrook. And I think Russell Westbrook, even though two years ago I wouldn't want him to lead my team, I think he got his MVP. He's heard all the criticism of Durant leaving. I think Westbrook's going to make this work. So besides that, they have good players. I mean, Steven Adams is a good player. Andre Robeson, great defensive player. Can't shoot the ball. Not sold on him. Jeremy Grant's a nice young player. Really can dunk on people. Alex Abrinas is nice. Still got Nick Collison there, that veteran leadership. Um, Ray Felton, Kyle Singler, so they got a chance to be the two seed, I think. 53 and a half, I'm going to go over.